a very interesting combination of talk again. Talk again. Oh yeah. yeah. I think you need a little bit more. Pashto. Uh, they also speak Pashto. I believe that's what they speak I'm in so um, most of Afghanistan. I could be wrong. I'm not by no means expert. I do like linguistics though. It's linguistics one of my, is cool. I'm gonna get. Yeah, hold cool on. I'm gonna get a clean. One of you hold this. Double fisting. I know. <laughs> All right, that was a mid-slate. <laughs> Welcome to the more, uh, fuck me. Welcome to uh, Can We Be Friends episode. Doesn't matter. Uh, let's just appreciate nature real quick. Shout out nature. Got some crickets in the background. Crickets. The only time crickets are going to be okay on a comedy podcast. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt, so I just want to give a clean introduction. Um, we have a very special guest today. This is the... Can We Be Friends podcast. I am Gage Morrow. And I'm Mike Massaro. And, and we are joined by our beautiful, special guest. Give it up, everybody, for Chris Warren, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's Chris Warren. <laughs> Mike asked me if I wanted to meet him at one in the morning in an abandoned swimming pool in the dark. And here I am. I'm just going to check to make we sure are. we're all in focus, but you boys keep the party going. Absolutely. We are living in this swimming pool for the next six months. Uh, we're going to put on a couple shows in the deep end. It's going to be the. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> we're going to submit this podcast to Thrasher Magazine, and then we're going to make it. Yeah, the you just missed the skateboarders that hang out here. They, yeah, uh, they left like five minutes ago. Cool. So I became self-aware. Okay, can. I became self. Gage became <laughs> self-aware today. No, I um. I am coming down off of lots of mushrooms right now, but I just wanted to say that the time that I had with these fellas was the fucking best. Okay. Hell yeah. So anyways. Hell yeah, indeed. Yeah, we were just watching a... <laughs> somebody thought it was a good idea. I asked I asked Mike Massaro when I was coming down from these mushrooms if it's okay that I can watch live television. And immediately the first thing Mike puts on is Tucker Carlson. Of course. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> well, what did we learn from Tucker Carlson today? Well, that's uh, what you want when you're doing psychedelics, is you want to be radicalized. Yeah. <laughs> you want to turn on Fox News, and you want to see the first headline, which is not a joke. The first headline we saw was, uh, everything you own now belongs to the Dems. <laughs> I just wanted, which is true. I just wanted you to watch Tucker Carlson's bow tie crawl its way up his neck <laughs> and land on the top of his head. Oh, man. thought that would be pleasing. Um, yeah, no, we learned that, yeah, they, they are taking all your private property rights away and that they own your house. That's uh, true. Your house is now under direct democratic control, apparently. Do uh, they also cool. own your childhood memories? Because this house is full of them. A lot, this a lot is, of childhood memories. Mike, I gotta say, this is a delightful home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, at my, we're at my childhood home right now in the empty swimming pool uh, filled with empty, I don't know, nothing. And there's a wheelbarrow down at the end there. But you, like you got all sorts of family pictures. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, there, you know, yeah lots of focusing uh, on this like construction and progress. Meanwhile, didn't talk about all the development he went through. Hey, <laughs> you can't tell people when we're adjusted, Gage. <laughs> <It'll ruin my laughs> brain, yeah, if, if you were at Mike's house, you would be like, "Why is this man a comic?" This seems yeah. like <laughs> sure. this was a happy childhood. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So something went wrong at some point. No, you, you just harnessed the fucking energy that your uh, family provided. You were raised in a very Loved family, and we love you. That's too. true. I do have a great family. Shout out to Matt and my parents, John yeah. and Lucy. Great people. 
Barefoot Podcast. This is yeah, the day. Barefoot Matt in the pool. <laughs> Chris, I feel like Chris is like <laughs> about to like lean in, like hold his ear for a second, and we're gonna have a record. <laughs> yeah, literally, uh, I, I'm wearing the Hawaiian <clears throat> shirt. I got only the top button. Oh, that's buttoned, true, dude. This we is the move. Even, we didn't even acknowledge this is the how fact you there's be, no wire up here. This is like I did take his phone. Fucking too. Hawaiian shirt, central. I love it. Well, I knew I was going to be seeing you boys. Hell yeah, I had you to came dress accordingly. Bro. It's like Miami Vice <laughs> or Dateline. <laughs> it's like can be both. Uh, so, what are you doing in this pool tonight, huh? <laughs> take you, a, I take came, a swim. <laughs> I uh, came here to record a podcast yeah. with a thirteen-year-old thirteen named Gage. <laughs> Sounded pretty cool. I, I I see you brought a tarp. Uh, yeah. When a shovel? Why? <laughs> what, what were your intentions here tonight? <laughs> oh man oh shit I did the one thing I'm not supposed to do what'd you do I just Drank swallowed oh, hard yeah. into a microphone <laughs> this is really crisp audio guys I'm perfect I'm so honored to be able to capture this pool tonight this is fun <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys uh, appreciate you uh, thank you thank you thank you that was applause I know these this is uh, actually Gage's special this is this, this, yeah. <laughs> this is stand up special live uh, from the pool anyway guys ho friends out tonight no Cool. Nah, um, but yeah, it's okay. No, no, I want the water closer to the electrical equipment. <laughs> oh man, lull in conversation. No, this is great. This is. <laughs> we're just taking in the scenery here. There's yeah, like honestly, a, once I kill, kill these lights, I was kind of just interrupting nature. But this camera is not good stars. enough to capture the beauty and the uh, cosmic brilliance that uh, was painted for us tonight. No, it's a it's a pretty beautiful night outside. Weather's perfect. Fucking so, crickets are chirping. Stars out. How's everyone's life going? Right now. How's it? How are you doing, Gage? We'll start left to right. <laughs> get get into the weeds of it. Mental health podcast. Mama bear, Papa bear, baby bear. Um, honestly, baby bear. hanging out with you guys. This has been like a such a swell, swell time, and I feel honored to have all these fun toys that I can bring out to play with you guys and record shit and this is like what i got into creative stuff to do and my life stone is great because i got you <laughs> you got this yeah you guys are great and uh now it's going good give it to you mike thanks gage guys give it up for gage huh thank you, thank you. give it up give it up for gage. Fate. wait hold on to that hold on to c for me and we're gonna Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, thank you so much, and then fade out. Beautiful. Okay, now Mike. I, I think I let my hand up a little early on that. It's okay. Um, I don't know. My life's going pretty, pretty all right. Uh, things are like different, but like sort of in a good way. And I'm like, uh, I've been, I don't know. I've been doing a bunch more shit that I want to do. You know, doing more shows, doing like more creative shit like this with you and hell yeah, you know, Cliff. Shout out Cliff Mula. Um. I don't know it's just been a good time. I'm happy to just be around everybody and be be able be able to do this, you know. And I'm hoping and praying that shit doesn't get difficult to do in the coming months because I feel like it it might. What do you mean? I feel I don't know. They might try to like start doing capacity limits or shutting shit down oh, and stuff like oh, that. Oh, you mean like, government restrictions? Yeah. yeah and, I think you meant mentally, but like no. The walls we're, are we're, coming we're, in. We're, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on now, because that's another thing. Like, things are going well, and that makes me very suspicious. Don't blow the light, all right? Chris still needs yeah. to talk. 
We got, <laughs> you, you have at it. The oh, oxtail's good. taking its time, Gabe. Uh, where's the sauce, Karen? Where's the, where's where's someone the sauce? Someone stir the sauce. Uh, um, no, but uh, it's on a simmer. We'll be good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I tend to get sort of like suspicious when things are going super weird and super, super good. And I just think something's going to go wrong, but then I make it happen. So I'm trying to not like lean into that. You know? Shout out to Coda Pen and uh, Parenthood. <laughs> Don't self sabotage, Mike. You're happy. Yeah. Be happy. Oh, no, yeah, dude. You're, you're you. doing you great. You deserve to be happy. You're allowed yeah. to be happy. Yeah. I I'm, feel like it will never be ripped from you <laughs> through no fault of your own, and you will never be the same again or okay. <laughs> but until then, enjoy it for like the next six to eight months or whatever you got left. The Flash. Chris, how you doing, man? My <laughs> life. Is a living hell from hey, which Chris there Boyd, is no tell us how you do it. <laughs> escape. It is a nightmare from which I cannot wake up. But that's okay because instead of looking inwards and addressing my problems, I choose to avoid being alone. And that's why tonight's great. I'm in a pool, an abandoned pool with hell my yeah. two good friends having a great time. <laughs> This is a great time. This is a great time. This man. is a great and time. Say you... more times than we'll believe it. <laughs> this is, this a, great is a great time. time. This is a great time. Say it's a great time, Chris. <laughs> Say it's a great I'm time. Like, Straight jacket, like this is a great time. This <laughs> is a great time. One fifty, just this is a great time. <laughs> Did you capture that on camera? Yeah, it's for legal record. Oh man. For for a frame of reference, you are a wonderful person. And oh yeah, your shortcomings are few and far between, and you're the type of person in the time that I've known you that I've known to address those quickly and in a in a manner that you know is efficient. And uh, you don't, I don't, you you don't strike me as the type of person to like to wallow in like uh, a sort of like I can't change things because you 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 just go out and you do like and from what I've seen. I appreciate that, Mike. I'm just trying to uh, focus on comedy right now, you know? And you're doing a great job of it. You know? Gage. Our, I think this is don't a time we agree, for, folks? I, yeah. I feel like this is the scene when Joker really just blows his fucking head up. No, comedy is of the utmost importance. No, but Chris, is, Chris deserves his flowers. If you're listening to this right now, wherever you're listening to this, on a CB radio in your bunker with your tied up <laughs> apocalypse bride, <laughs> Mike Massaro. Or if you're at they, home. They met my wife tonight. Yeah. <laughs> when you came to the abandoned Dude. pool. We're, and uh, just send Chris privately or publicly. Just give him, let's give him his flowers. Just send him a yeah. flower emoji. Yeah. Just send, send a flower emoji. Let him know you watch the podcast. Yes. Let him know. Let, him, let Chris him. know that you love him. Because we do love you, Chris. I love you guys, too. And you're going to be getting flower yeah. emojis like years and years and years from now. And they're all coming from People me. discover the shit. <laughs> they're all just Mike on eight different <laughs> yeah, 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 I was going to say, the, the like thousands. The accounts that say, like, follow my link to see my pussy <laughs> squirt. And I'm just getting flower emojis. Watch this flower open for uh, you. And I'm like, no. thank you, Russian bots. But little did I know, I have a friend who cares about me out there. He's out there managing yeah, these yeah. all these like eight different logins. They can't have the same passwords. He's got to remember them all. They're all written on different <laughs> Post-it notes. And I, he's doing I, his I best. I brought eight different people in from Russia to man those accounts to send you those flowers. Bring them out, guys. We have them here tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies, ladies, come on out here. You know, speaking Bushka. of uh, in- Bring Instagram, them up from the basement. <laughs> I, I've been thinking of like social media terrorism. Oh, recently no, you've come to the right podcast. Yeah, so what what you, you can have. do, I found we out, is rolling. you can buy like a thousand bots for like a hundred dollars. Hell yeah, well, well yes. even less. 
and and give them to someone's Instagram. So I wouldn't do it to my own because that discredits you, right? Because oh, then like everyone sees its bots yeah. and it, it really fucks up the algorithm. So I've just been thinking of like, what if I just pick someone's account at random? I don't even like hate anyone. So there's not anyone that deserves it or who like I'm yeah. out or a- after against. It's just like, what if I just pick someone I don't know that well and just <laughs> they wake up and they're like, I have. 5,000 Instagram followers? I'm killing. I'm famous now. And then, like, their account gets reported for, like, <laughs> being bullshit. People always ask what they the prize is. They have to make a new, a new account because they can't sort the bots fast enough and, like, Instagram. And I, I and then I'll report them for, for bot scamming. And that's that's what goes through my mind. Oh, uh, these are the thoughts I've been having at 3 in the morning. You're you know, such a Machiavellian genius. You know, yeah. people have been asking what the prize is for MVP at the Hungry Tiger. And it, Chris Warren will send thousands of Russian bots. To your account and get you shut down. That is, that's a new thing in Connecticut comedy. Watch out! Hell yeah! Doesn't is it appropriate to ask what time it is right now? No, I have no idea. That's the only reason it's not appropriate. Does time matter? Time doesn't matter, dude. We're chilling. We're on the podcast like five minutes. I am on call at work right now. Are you serious? Yeah, but I got a call, dude. You want to hear something? <laughs> you have to go to work. Oh my god! <laughs> no, <laughs> no let me no operate factory level machinery oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah, mushrooms yeah. at one in the morning. This is—is <laughs> is it one in the morning? No, I have no idea. What time I it just is. looked at my phone. Didn't even. It's check probably the time. like ten. What a millennial thing to do. Maybe eleven. Oh, it's only eleven o'clock. See, oh, hell yeah, perfect wow. internal clock. And this oxtail is gonna slap. It is, dude. At it's gonna be super fucking. That was off key. Okay. Shit in order. You know, I have never had oxtail, and I'm very excited. This is not traditional oxtail preparation. Well, this is here's what Mike had to cook with. Well, because I I live in, in soup. I live in. I know uh, what oxtail is. It's like by the time you get the tail, you're like, hey, what do we got in the junk drawer? You got the fucking tail. Like this is poor people food, anyways. Embrace your roots. Jeez. Well, <laughs> I don't know if uh, I endorse that, but I. Uh, I always <laughs> French toast. I've soup. That's I've, all poor people. I've food, been canceled three times already. Okay, I can't no. come up with another alter ego. It's but, too much. <laughs> it's too much work. You ever had come up, run out of, you run out of stage names? Like people run out of passwords. Like I ah, just start recycling them. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I just mean like, <laughs> just put on a wig. <laughs> like lobster, you know, used to be prison food. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. my point is like oxtail could be a refined dish, but I'm saying like what? its roots is like whatever we got. I've always wanted oxtail because I live in, in Bridgeport and there's a, a lot of Jamaican restaurants, like good Jamaican restaurants. You get it from a Jamaican restaurant. And uh, every time I go to the Jamaican <laughs> restaurant, I would be really high. Um, I'd be too high. And I would always like chicken out from getting the oxtail and I'd get like jerk chicken. And it'd be good, but I always feel like a fucking pussy. And then I go back to my car and be like, "You're a fucking pussy, dude." <laughs> you couldn't even get the oxtail. I couldn't even get the oxtail. Like everyone <clears throat> in that store knows I don't even fucking eat Jamaican food, and like be tearing up. And then You're I tell other Jamaican moms yeah. about this. I'm gonna hear about it at school when she's my nurse. <laughs> and I'm like, my dad was right. I'm, I'm probably gay. <laughs> And he knows a thing or two. <laughs> he knows a thing or two. <laughs> oh, man. He has had sex with men. Yep, haven't we all, you know? What? <laughs> oh, that's right. I Wait. think it might be at the point in my life where I just start trying gay shit. I'm 27. What I got to lose? <laughs> Are you going to pull a Miles Mortality? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just going to start, uh, you know, we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. No, I mean, gay sex is great. 
I advise it unless you're trying to donate blood anytime yeah. soon. Because <laughs> the FDA no, is real weird about getting a, stuck in the butt. That's that's my real loopholes. I'm only trying to have gay sex so I never have to give blood. Because I hate needles and I just want guilt-free. Sure, I have to take prep for the rest of my life because now I have HIV. Dude, but that's what's fucked is like I've been tested way more than these fucking down-home fucking white trash fucking hicks that are like I get blood because I get back to my country be like I fucked men I'm clean I could still give you blood got, you got STD free yeah dude, I just got signed off by Planned Parenthood hell yeah man <laughs> you know I got the hell screenshots yeah. to prove it I'm proud of you <laughs> even though Planned even Parenthood was started by the you know wife of a clan member to eradicate <laughs> black people in that Eastern people, Europe people yeah. do I, it's weird how they did the full flip from like <laughs> yeah. know, that right? to like the most you know, liberal yeah. <laughs> organization. Yeah. They asked me my pronouns. <laughs> that's kind of that's cute. I like that. It is cute. And I was like, <laughs> I wanted a, to be such I'm a, a boy, but like, am I pretty enough to be a girl? <laughs> I wanted to be such a fucking twelve year old <laughs> shithead. Be like, my my fucking pronouns are none yet. <laughs> Dude, that would have been sick. Yeah. And they're like, what if this is a new God. one? I don't want to offend them. Dude, I wanted to make it a bit, but honestly, like, I took it back to like, not everything's it. Everything can be a joke, but it's like you have to kind of meet people where they are. Because it's like, this lady goes to Planned Parenthood to work. I'm coming here to make sure I could have unprotected sex. You know, she's she's doing a great job. I don't want to, like, make her job any harder. Like, she's literally just reading off the boilerplate shit. And when it comes to, like, I'm not, I'm not going to die on the hill of pronouns yeah. on a fucking clipboard. That'll ultimately mean nothing at the end of the day. That's not where I'm going to win the war, you know? <laughs> I'm going to hit on the technician who's taking my blood. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> By and the way, as you can see, no STDs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure it's like hack. I'm sure someone's already done it by now. But like, I, I'm sure that woman is sexually harassed on a daily basis. Oh, and yeah. it's just going to take one more for yeah. her to snap. <laughs> She's going to plunge a scalpel into <laughs> your fucking yeah, throat. Yeah, she has like a needle at you. It's just that thing's going to yeah. go in your neck instead of your arm. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I actually like giving blood. Or I like... Uh, you just get really lightheaded you're, you're, and you're like dripping no, out like, like whoa. You're, you're going to give way more than you expected. <laughs> <laughs> no, like in a kidney. Sometimes I do it three, three times a day. I'm just trying to get that buzz. <laughs> no, but like... Stick it in me, doctor. I like... Think, pricking my finger freaks me out. But like if someone fully just puts a butterfly needle in there and just like yeah. takes some vials of blood for testing... I'm totally cool with Butterfly that. Butterfly needles are fine, but the long ones are not okay. Yeah, that, I'm not, I haven't I, I'm gotten not to cool that stage. with those. I literally, did, did I tell you this guy? Do you mind if I tell you story? What do you mean you haven't gotten to the stage uh, of long needles? Well, okay. So <laughs> what is that? What here's that the story. So I went to the Red Cross to donate blood when I was a teenager. Okay. And at this point, Gage had already experimented with having uh, sexual relations with men. So good on you, man. Consensual. Everything was clean. Everything was yeah, fine. Yeah, you And I was getting tested throughout high school, actually. Damn. Um, like that is out. a responsible high schooler. Oh, yeah, no dude. shit. I'm a, I'm that a, is that I'm is an ethical, honestly. Like, yeah, that's I'm what wow. these kids call an ethical fuckboy. Hell um, yeah, dude. Yeah, I uh, STD clean. I got a Gardasil shot when I was younger. That wasn't you know? a joke. <laughs> no, that wasn't a joke. You what I, I'm embarrassed to say, I don't know what that is. It's Gardasil HPV prov- vaccine. Prevents ah, okay. against human papilloma virus. Which uh, in men can be benign, but in women can actually cause ovarian cancer, cervical cancer, and uh, in Michael Douglas's care, uh, instance, throat cancer. Yeah. The only time STDs have ever veered to the man and been like, "We're gonna fuck your life up a little bit." So, anyways, <clears throat> this is my PSA to get your Gardasil shot. In the middle of this story, get a Gardasil shot. Prevent yourself 
from having to deal with that. And protect your partners, guys. I, I don't know if I got one or not. I don't remember. If you haven't gotten a Gardasil shot by the time you're 25, you probably have HPV. Do whatever you're comfortable with. Sick. <laughs> so we're all fucked. It's airborne. No, <laughs> That's all. I, Joke's on I you. I didn't get a Gardasil shot, and, and I get tested regularly, and I've, I don't have it. Good for you, man. Yeah. So anyways... um. And I probably should. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, you're really real, rolling the like, dice at this point. Yeah. Um, how many times can you get your heart broken before you get HPV? <laughs> Welcome to my favorite game show. Surprising amount. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> there are so many viruses everywhere all the time. And I'm just fucking Vying late. for you. No, there's so many just living in your body right now. I know. The, like, unnamed, like little cover bands of viruses that really get no flowers because they're not special. They're not like respiratory illnesses. They're like just chilling in your liver, just being like... We're waiting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're the just immune system's going to gonna go down. They're like, oh, Corona got... What a sellout, bro. It was not even original, bro. We saw that shit back in the bubonic plague. What the fuck? Weak, dude. Dude, Ebola? I'm, Ebola needs its flowers, bro. That's like, bring that shit back. I feel the so... The CDC is the record label for coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the CDC is just a record label for all the viruses that are trying to get big out here. And gain of function money yeah. coming out. And fucking. all this fucking <laughs> Chinese pop music is really ruining the fucking Billboard 100. Chai Com Pop. <laughs> we need some good American jazz. <laughs> Welcome to the Can We Be Friends podcast. I, yeah, dude. dude, I love this podcast. This, this, is my this podcast has inspired me, guys. Hell I think yeah. I'm going to start drinking a lot more. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna near. And, and, instead of work, everyone needs a bump. To every, yeah. Everyone needs to get muted. <laughs> yeah. In, instead of working on myself in a th- this time of crisis, I think I'm just going to drink and and become more and more aggressive to people that don't deserve it. I think I'm just gonna start <laughs> misplacing my anger on people I view as weaker than me or that won't hit back, and just see how long I can do that until That's there are brilliant. major consequences. Like I think I'm just gonna start. Like punching Colin Pascarella. What's he gonna do? And I like Colin Pascarella. I, I like him a lot. Um, but I think you know, just just a good smack every now and then. What God what's damn. he gonna do? Just keep him in check. Just yeah. keep, keep him in like an abusive relationship where like I smack him and then I'll text him after the mic and be like, Hey man, I'm sorry I was weird at the mic. I'm just really stressed about stuff. But like you know I love you, dude. You know like you're my best friend. Is this your new chapter? And, <laughs> is this like what Chris then, Warren is and now? Then, and then plant the seed of like, yeah, but like you gotta chill at the mics, honestly, because like you I don't wanna do that again. <laughs> I like plant the seed like it's his fault. Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited to see Toxic Chris. <laughs> I'm ready, dude. I've snapped. Oh, <laughs> I've this is snatched so fun. in the last three days. I'm ready. I can't wait for you to be like, I told you to do more sit-ups. I, I, You're making me look bad at these mics. <laughs> just like slowly make them your like forceful boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I'm gonna transition to gay. I'm just it's gonna be platonic. I, I'm just gonna not fuck Colin, but I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep him around. I'm gonna keep him around and 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 treat him. It's gonna be everything. Like we're gonna sleep in the same bed. He's gonna we're gonna hold hands. I'm gonna get mad if he talks to other guys. Tyler, can I borrow your leash? I need to tie yeah, Colin I'm gonna, I'm gonna tie, up. And, and then if uh and then whenever Colin. Colin tries to get intimate with me because eventually he'll get Stockholm syndrome and he'll start initiating and just be like, I don't, you know, just what the fuck? I just don't find you attractive, <laughs> but it's fine, dude. I feel like I just you gotta stay. I feel like you I, gotta stay. You can't leave me. I'm keeping you in this situation. That is like Foxcatcher directed by Judd Apatow. Yeah, that, that, that is that is my plan to slowly break down a human being. And uh, oh, this is brilliant. 
And then I'm going to start cheating on Colin and tell him it's his fault. <laughs> I'm going to start cheating on Colin with women. And I'm going to be like, well, how come you don't have a pussy? <laughs> Until he gets the surgery. And then I'm be like, yo, this pussy's whack. <laughs> I'm going I, back to my roots. I'm, I'm sorry, Colin. I, you know I love you. Uh, I only say this because you're a good sport. And uh, Colin, take Colin texted me the other day like, hey, please don't kill yourself. And this is what he gets hey. in uh, in response. So shout out to Colin, shout out to Colin for trying time. to help me in my time of need. Dude, if, if at any time there was a time for a Jamaican air horn, this would be the moment. And I fucking wish. So in, in lieu of a Jamaican air horn, just take a sad trombone. Yeah. So just imagine. So I have this new bit I'm working on. Can I run it by you guys? I don't know if you do that yeah, on this yeah, podcast. Sure. Um, c- do you mind if I finish my Red Cross story? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I really derailed that. <laughs> no, no, no. You didn't derail it. I just want to make sure because I'm under the influence right now. But so I go to donate blood because I do want to hear this bit. I go to donate blood and I'm just going about it the most earnest way I can. I'm answering the questions as the government's asking me them. You know, have you had a prostitute after the uh, year 1972? Because apparently that's when we stopped experimenting on that strain of syphilis. Um, Wait, have you used after? drugs intravenously? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Uh-huh. It's like, I guess you get great-great-grandfathered into fucking whores. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> but anyways, I answer all my questions. I'm just some fucking 16-year-old kid. And it gets to the stage where I'm like, this is why I say I haven't graduated. I haven't gotten to that stage of needle. Because, like, the butterfly needle is, like, the tester. That's, like, your vials and shit for the doctor's office. But then when you're given a pint, when you're really going the, the mile, they give you that larger gauge needle. And I haven't gotten up to that point because she stopped me and she said, I'm sorry, honey. You can't. And I was like, why? And I'm like, so, you know. Look, at this point, I've been molested. Like, there's nothing you're going to oh tell me. <laughs> honey, you're not going to... You're not going to... What's wrong? It's like, well... It says here that you had sexual relations with men, and we can't accept your blood if that's the case. Um, so if anyone tries to cancel me, I'm part of a protected class. <laughs> I am fucking what they call, homophobe. I'm blood gay. <laughs> blood gay. I, I'm not that gay. You're one knuckle gay. I'm yeah. blood gay. I, I do like how it's like, yes, we are progressive until it comes to medical science. <laughs> yeah. Being gay Dude, is medically disgusting. We're not going to take your blood. Is like, I ended up that day uh. so upset that I couldn't donate blood because I really wanted to donate blood. I wanted to be part of this whole like experience. And I called fucking... I called like, the FDA fucking call. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to a real person. I got to Sean. Sean, I appreciate your empathy, Sean. You know, because I was like... Where am I gonna? T- I gotta take this up with your boss. And eventually, it was just gonna be the Red Cross and the Amer. And then at that point, it was gonna be like the American government, because I was like, I was arguing against a brick wall of authority and bureaucracy. I'm like, I just want to give you my fucking blood, just because I whose dick do I not have to suck for three months so I can give you some fucking blood? <laughs> like, I will be straight for blood. <laughs> that's why I like Dude, pussy. That, that's a true humanitarian that you are yeah. willing to fuck Dude, disgusting women yeah. to give blood. Honestly, because during the fucking shoot... And this is how I know it's fucking... It's all political. It's all fucking... They don't give a fuck if you're gay or not. It's just bureaucracy red tape Mm -hmm. that they kept in place from the fucking 80s. Because after that nightclub shooting in Miami, as like a token to the LGBTQ community, they lifted the moratorium 
on, or they lifted uh, on people who are gay so they could donate blood. It's all fucking political. If yeah. you lifted it for the Miami shooting, uh, lift it for... No, but how, how mad would you be <laughs> if you got AIDS from gay blood? <laughs> like, you went in for a routine surgery, like they were removing a cyst, and you just ended up bleeding a little too much, and they're like, well, we'll give him some blood so he doesn't wake up woozy, and it's like, sir, you have HIV. You have to take PrEP for the rest of your life. Well, here's the thing. First and then how of all, do you explain that to chicks? You're like, I'm not gay, but I have HIV from a surgery. I'm not like gay. I just have gay blood. I just have, I'm blood gay. I'm blood gay. And then you start. That's how the that's how the gay agenda spreads through blood. Oh my god! <laughs> Once you get a little gay blood inside you, you start questioning the woman you've sat across the kitchen table with for fucking 35 years. This is how the deacon. <laughs> It's beautiful. I love it. Gage has proven that homosexuality is... That's why they stop gay people from donating blood. It's not to spread HIV, but to spread love and to destabilize the nuclear family in America. Yeah. Why doesn't anyone know about this? It's true. That's why I'm only 10% gay. I'm like a superhero. I'm spreading. I'm like Wesley Snipes and Blade. I'm a gay worker. I travel in the shadows. It's just like, yeah, Gage has sex with men, but he doesn't have an annoying accent, so he's pretty cool. I like him. I can most uh, closely be attuned to Willem Dafoe's character from Boondock Saints. (laughs) I gotta go stir the stew real quick. Hell yeah. I got you. I'm gonna put this one down gently. Just like I didn't do to most of the exes I've ever had. Hell yeah, dude. I treat my equipment better than, than I've treated women for... Well, you can learn a from that experience po- yeah, exactly. and be, be nicer, <clears throat> dude. All jokes aside, you know? No, for sure. This is an indictment of my character. And just so everyone knows, <laughs> look how I'm dressed in this mustache. I'm obviously gay, so I'm allowed to say no, these you're things. No, you're not gay. It's fine. You're not gay. I would rather be publicly gay than canceled again. I can't get canceled again. <laughs> when have you been canceled? It's not important. We're here That's now. Okay. That's so no, matters. I do want to hear about your bit, and oh. especially when... But, um, that's how I came out to my dad is a Red Cross commercial came on the TV. <laughs> a Red Cross commercial came on and I was boiling mad. I'm like, these fucks. It's like if someone, imagine you're just sitting at home watching fucking, I don't know, Wipeout or American what? Ninja Warrior. And then your people's version of the Holocaust yeah, comes exactly. on the TV. <laughs> And you're like these promoting fucks. the Holocaust, and they're they're patting themselves on the back about how great, such great. Yep, flip it on. Yep, give us a little hello, one two hello. check. Okay, cool. Want to make sure you're part of the conversation. So what about the Holocaust? Uh, no, so I was telling about how I came out to my dad from a Red Cross commercial. <laughs> how the fuck did you use the Holocaust? This, so now that you guys know the setup, I had this gay experience, and now I can't give my gay blood. <laughs> it's the one drop rule, I guess. <laughs> we prefer the term sinners bile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, that being the background, I was just sitting chatting with my dad and a Red Cross commercial came on and I was like, these fucks, they, 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 they pat themselves on the back, they call themselves heroes, but they're such fucking bigots. And my dad's like, whoa, what's up, buddy? I'm like, I mean, you suck one dick and you can't give a pint of blood. This is some bullshit. <laughs> and then he's like, are you? 
like, no, look, Dad, I sucked a couple dicks, all right? It's not a big fucking deal, but now I can't get my blood. And I just, like, completely steamrolled his experience of watching his son come out to him. <laughs> yeah, that is an aggressive, that's, that's an aggressive way to come out. Yeah, but you know what? Fuck all these like faggots who are coming out yeah, like, oh, here are my like feelings. Gay, like, I've sucked dicks before, multiple. <laughs> I'm here, I'm queer. And yeah, I swallow, I'm not a pussy, okay? Because you didn't raise one. Or wrestle me! Dude, I beat my dad in an arm wrestling competition, and I haven't been the same since. I, <laughs> Genuinely. I, I beat my dad at chess once, and then he hit me really hard. Damn. <laughs> and your people love chess, right? <laughs> I don't know what people think I am. I feel like I got a lot in this pot stirring. I think you are religiously what Mike Massaro is ethnically. Like, you're just, <laughs> I, love, just like, I love that, yeah. I'm just going to go with that. I don't know what that means, but it, it makes sense. Hell yeah. Um, Depending yes. on, you could put a bow tie, bow tie on and you could be like the token, you know, white of the Brotherhood of Islam, <laughs> the Nation of Islam. I, does, okay, this is not even like supposed to be a bit. I generally, I've never, like, can white people join the Nation of Islam or is no. it inherently on being black and Muslim? I, um, I'm pretty sure it's on being black I think black it's an ethno-state. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever talked but, to like... But can like an Arab Muslim join the Brotherhood mm, of Islam? Because mm, they're not white, but they, they are Muslim. So, you're so saying, like a Chechnyan, like a white Muslim cannot go, you know. That's a good point. I don't know. That, that, like if you're or, not, if you're a, I understand if you're to, uh, a convert, that might be annoying. At home, yeah. please send us a DMs. Um, yeah, if anybody knows. Or a fatwa, whatever is most convenient. Or um, convert to the winning side. Yeah, honestly, at this point for my brand, I'm just trying to, I'm I trying mean, to be like. the winning side right now is Islam. That is true. <laughs> and China. We are yeah, losing ground that. every day. The Christian genocide is real. <laughs> <laughs> the Christian genocide is real. Guys they're are killing <laughs> us in China. They're killing us in Afghanistan and the Middle East. And now they're coming for us in the USA. Tucker Carlson told me that they are forcibly converting children in schools to being gay and Islam. <laughs> which I thought were Same conflicting time. ideologies, but uh. apparently neither can give blood in the U.S. Not so there is, some, yeah. there is some crossover potential. They're not conflicting <laughs> ideologies in every American preschool right now. Yeah, that's true. Pretty, like, people don't really read through the fine print, but you're at, like sti- sitting at the Red Cross with a clipboard in your hands and you're looking at things like, have you associated with any communists in the last 14 days? <laughs> Dude, can we just real talk? I hate communism. Fuck yeah. Okay. Your communism sucks, that's, dude. Uh, that's applause. That's applause. Hold that's it down applause. for applause. I, I haven't forgiven Russia for communism. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. um... It wasn't just Russia. It was... Yeah. It, it's a toxic ideology that spread... And, and, and like it shouldn't have taken it, it was supposed to take a foothold in America that was supposed to be the communist like experiment for the utopia what she's whispering they will not replace us oh my god <laughs> no the thing about fascism is people are always talking bad it's on not. fascism but Franco's Spain was pretty lit dude was it Franco's tell I'm, me about the Weimar Republic <laughs> so the Weimar Republic den of sin <laughs> I, I can't do this <laughs> please no it's okay Let's, uh, you are baiting me to get canceled let's again. Let's just relax. Hey, you know what? No we know, oh, I want to tell you about that bit, though. Please. So this new yes. bit is... Uh, so the bit is I'm going to get on stage. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to be... Uh, and what the, key, the key is, right? I'm going to wait till a new comic comes along <laughs> and has a much better set than me. Like, like just <laughs> is the new, the new good comic. And I'm just going to go up right after him and I'll be like, hey, everybody. Has anyone ever se- seen a 357 Smith & Wesson Magnum revolver? 
and I'm going to take it out, I'm going to put it towards my temple, and I'm just going to look at him, and I'm going to be like, this is your fault, and I'm going to blow my brains out. <laughs> and the key is, before the mic, I'm only going to meet him like two or three times, because he's an up-and-comer, I'm always going to be really nice and supportive. <laughs> I'll always be like, hey man, like, you know, here's my number. Text me if you want to know about mics, if you need a ride, if you need to know oh who to God. talk to to get on shows. Just let me know. Like, I want to help new comics. Like, people help me. I'm just paying it forward, man. You're really funny. Keep with it. And then, yeah, and then his eighth, eighth mic. That's what I'm going to do. Eighth mic. Eighth mic. Yeah, you really take pay it forward all the way to the third then, act on then, that one. And, <laughs> and then on my Facebook the night before, though, I'm going to post, hey, whoever you are, you know it's your fault. And just post that to everyone I know on Facebook. <laughs> And that's wow. my bit. I think it's a pretty good bit. I think it has some potential. I don't know how repeatable it is. I don't know if I can do it in front of every audience. I'm, pr I'm pretty sure Andy Kaufman did that one already. Did he? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that you need to do that. Oh, we mean when he, <laughs> he fakes probably his death? shouldn't do that. No, I, I just I was just trying to talk Chris out of blowing his brains out of the oh, mic. Yeah, please don't. My, my gun's been taken away. <laughs> <laughs> I am legally incapable of killing myself. Yeah. My uh, the last time I had my gun, my good friend was like, "Hey man, can I see that? That's a nice revolver." And then he just never gave it back. That's a good friend. He's a good friend. That's yeah, a great for friend. Real. Shouts great out, friend. you know, I won't name drop you because you want nothing to do with comedy. Uh, but you know who you are, and thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, whoever you are, yeah. thank you for that. I can't I wait for Chris Warren you. to get to that that level of fame. Where you just get toxic fans that start offering you free guns. <laughs> That'd be saying, like some fans offer their 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 fandom, like they get offered cocaine or weed and stuff, or they get drinks bought for them. I want people showing up to my set with like a shirt that has a suspicious message. Like you're like, is this racist or is this just patriotic? I don't really know how to read this shirt. And I want them to just hand me bullets. Oh and they're like, yo, dude, I know they made these federally illegal, but here are these cop killer bullets. I know you like them. And I'm I just like, I use my piss tokens to pay for Yeah, this. and I'm just like, thanks, man. And he's like, yeah, brother. But like he says brother in a way that makes me uncomfortable. With brother. the hard R. Yeah, with the hard R. And I'm just like, all right, man, this is cool. It's like a Hulk Hogan sort of brother, but like, brother. there's a lot under it. Exactly. There's a, there's a lot well, Hulk driving Hogan, it. there was. Remember when he got caught uh, saying the N-word on his sex tape? No. You guys don't remember this? Yeah, this the was Gawker years ago. lawsuit, and that's what yeah. put Gawker To under. who? Gawker went bankrupt what? because they had to was fight it, was litigation. Was he fucking a white girl? I don't remember the full details, so I don't want to besmirk, because he sued people. I don't want to besmirk. Not, okay, okay, okay. Not that it makes sense either way. I'm just trying to get the Alleg full story allegedly, here. Allegedly... <sighs> He got a porn video leaked allegedly, and allegedly he there was tapes of him saying the N-word. I don't know if the two were the same or separate instances. I like to believe that they were the same. <laughs> Guys, all I want to say is free Papa John. <laughs> Papa be blessed. Dude. He was Papa be blessed. Papa blessed. Shout out to the foot our, uh, foot soldiers out there. This is a just a another podcast, but uh, free Papa John. Yeah, for sure. That was entrapment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was roped into saying the N word. Basically, he was like held hostage and like told it. It was like one of those like diversity training things. And they're like, well, in a situation where you would have to say the N word. And he's like, there's, there's no situation where I'd have to say it. And they finally got him to say it by saying, Colonel Sanders said, and then he says, "Is anyone shocked that Colonel Sanders said the N word?" But no, no, no. But <laughs> is anyone? This no. The discussion that we're having right now is the diversity training he was having on record, okay. the tape yeah. that was apparently his like last nail in his 
someone's coming for Papa John. Like that's his, the his, sign his, of the times. That, his, that's where our empire like stakes its claim. Like we're the gonna Muslim Brotherhood was coming for Papa John. <laughs> they didn't like that he was making towns where you had to be Catholic to live in them. <laughs> that was a real thing. You had a bunch of planned communities where you had to like what? be a Catholic nuclear family to move in. But that's like no go zones now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying like. You know, we're just mad because like the Catholics aren't staking their claim as like the you know the Irish like neighborhood. It's like the Irish neighborhoods just shift with whomever is like populating them, and like people get mad when it's like, oh, I gotta go to the mosque. This is so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where we went there. No, 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 I would like to say Catholicism pretty fucking gay, dude. Yeah, dude, Catholicism sucks. Praying to false idols, praying <clears throat> through saints, dude, lame as fuck. You fucking Protestant. God's interpreter on earth and the Pope, fucking heresy. Why don't you ban dancing again and they're, fucking they're see how that works They're out. basically pagans. I fucking hate Catholics because they're like the largest holder of private property in the world. Soon to be Bill Gates. Yeah, who makes all the potatoes from McDonald's. (laughs) Does no one fucking talk about the fact that (laughs) Bill Gates Gates owns a more than suspicious state of land (laughs) producing potatoes for McDonald's. He sees the future. Yeah, no shit. That, and we're talking about another group I hate, the Irish. <laughs> Hell yeah, I, I can get behind this. I Hell fucking yeah. hate the Irish, dude. They you already suck. said you hate Catholics. Hey, Irish Catholics Protestant are shit. Irish don't get a pass either. But are Roman Catholics a good pass? Like, they're all it's all Sicilian. kids. It's a universal church. They're all Catholics. Anti-papism. Like, Got to think about like the Italians that do not live at all a Catholic lifestyle, but then they'll throw one, they'll throw a dip to their like. They're gonna go to baptism though after they just so like ninety five percent of Catholics. <laughs> yeah. Most Italians. But I'm saying too. is it's like <laughs> Italians is so much a cooler way to be Catholic than it is to be fucking Irish Catholic. Because yeah, I know there's a delegation of dog tags. Rip. Yeah. You know, like there's like the on the dog tags is like Roman Catholic. I, I think because my yeah. uncle was in the military or something. I remember as a child seeing Roman Catholic on there. Roman Catholic and Catholic because the Roman Catholics need to be distinguished from, yeah, the, I guess so. from the white well, Catholics. Well, I've always been the a-, a fan of the Avion Papacy, personally. I'm still, I'm still, I, you know, Vatican II. The Great Schism. Uh, the Great Schism. Oh, I, yeah, that was orthodoxy. But I still think, oh, yeah, that's fair. I still think that the Avion Papacy, I want a French Pope. I want a Pope that Fuck fucks that. Dude. Dude, fuck the French. You know the. I, let's talk about a group I hate: the French. I'm French not a huge are rude. Fan. The French are rude, fucking arrogant people, and uh, they can take the Statue of Liberty and shove it up their ass. Because I want nothing to do with France ever again. I went to Paris. It was the most disappointing city I've ever been to. It was dirty. It was fucking dirty and disgusting, and full of fucking assholes. And I never want to go back. I, I second hate, that motion. I hate Paris hate france there was a fucking terrorist attack at the train station the day that i went my cab driver almost killed three people on the drive there it was not a pleasant experience i almost got hit by a motorcycle when i got into the city it was terrible it was a horror a lot of traffic problems i, I enjoyed france i i went to france well i got get the fuck out of my pool i, <laughs> I love my equipment but where your nearest hedge clippers i'm gonna cut this mic <laughs> no I got deported from the UK. <laughs> what? I'd love to hear that story. And France is the only country that took me in. And, wow, really? And yeah. <laughs> I get deported. I've never told you guys this story. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Have we have we circled the wagon on your uh, your bit? That way, have we fully? 
Oh, of, of 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 uh, me killing myself on stage. Oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. You're yeah, right, that was, one up. please don't do that. Thank you I, very much. Yeah. And uh, here's guys, the, this is a comedy podcast. Let's all calm down here. <laughs> I've just aggressively put up laughter. <laughs> just so it washed over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's see what that sounds like. Actually, I just want to be true to the but, production. No, I was uh, I was backpacking. Guys, through. give it up for me. <laughs> just, just laughing. It's good. Yeah. No, it's good. Okay, cool. No, we're. I love you guys. I love you too, man. Hell yeah. I just like. I love you both. Yep. Keep going. Um. <laughs> and I was taking a moment to appreciate the what you know. Just this is. I'm really happy that we're all here together. Yeah. No one needs. You, you know, this Reach is a comedy. This is a comedy podcast. We're all good. I'm doing a character. It's yeah. gonna be fine. I fully captured uh, me crying. But if I <laughs> if I ever call and and this is for listeners too. If I ever call any of you at three in the morning, you don't answer. That's on you. <laughs> that's all. I'm not saying what'll happen. I'm just saying that's you wake up the next morning and something. That's on you. Uh, anyway, continuing on the podcast. Um, so yeah, I was uh, I was backpacking in Europe because I, I dropped out of school and it was a great trip. Uh, did this hike through Spain, Catholic pilgrimage actually. Um, and then I, I was going to the UK because I, I found a job there and I'd come from Amsterdam. And I had taken like a bunch of edibles because it was like a long. We had to take yeah. a train and then we took a bus and the bus is going to go through the channel. I love those those yeah. days of travel yeah. in Europe. Yeah. And uh, we we stop at Calais, which is like the place, and they do the talk, right? The the interview, and it's supposed to be easy because I'm I'm a white dude from America. I should have no problem at <laughs> checkpoints. We basically own your country, UK. <laughs> basically, basically own you. Yeah. So I go in, and they're like, ask you the basic questions. I'm high as fuck. And also, I'm cocky because I'm like, I'm American. <laughs> we, World War Two, you owe us. Uh, yeah, no, you know, yeah. and uh, Marshall so, Plan. So they're they're asking, <laughs> they're asking, they're like, hey, like, uh, you know, basically, how long you been, you know, in Europe? What's your plans? And then they're like, what's your plan in the UK? And you're supposed to say like, I want to see like Big Ben in London. Like that's what I should have said. What I said is like, I'm gonna go work on this farm. Oh my god. And they're like, do you have a visa for that? I'm like. No, man, it's under the table. Because <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm like a 19, I'm like 20 and an idiot. And they're like, all right, man, um, can you just step to this yellow box over here real quick? <laughs> we just want to ask you a couple more questions. And I'm like, that's ah, probably not good. <laughs> and uh, they end up taking my bags off the bus and I get separated from the people I'm traveling with. Um, and I get put in a room. I get put in a room with, it's, it's me and like some Serbian dudes <laughs> and a bunch of Arab dudes and then me. This and is Chris Warren's take on the machine story. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're stuck in this room. And yeah, this is going to make me famous. Yeah. Um, and then we're stuck in this room. And I just don't understand what anyone's saying because like they're, they're the two groups, like the Serbians. I'm assuming Serbian. I, they were some sort of, of uh, Slav. And then, <laughs> but I didn't recognize any Russian or Ukrainian. So I'm like, that, that oh, yeah. narrows it down. And then on the other side was like these Arab dudes, and the Arab dudes like try to talk to me for a minute. They were trying to be friendly, but like I, I don't sp- I don't speak any Arabic. They don't speak any English. We just like uh, nodded. And all of a sudden, this guy comes in who's from New Zealand. I'm like, oh hell yeah, Anglosphere, my boy. We're gonna speak English. It'd be great. <laughs> Anglosphere. And he comes and sits down. We're having a nice conversation because I'm in there for like eight hours. 
Wow, really? Yeah. So you're in a Holy detention shit. center? Yeah, well, no, no, no. I'm still in the building where they interview you, but I'm okay. in a separate room, like, waiting for Meanwhile, an interview. where's the rest of your party? Are you traveling Oh, they got on the bus. The bus left. I'm fucked. Wow. Okay, uh, and so they're on where? Where are they going? They're going, to, they're going to the UK. They're going through the channel to the UK. And, I'm and, directing the story. I want to see where their story picks yeah, up yeah. and, like, the B's Oh, they're line. having a great time. That's terrible. Uh, and, so, and I'm you're so stuck sorry. In and I'm stuck in Calais. And so I'm in there for eight hours, but this guy comes in, like, three hours in. I'm like, finally, I got someone I can, like, just speak English to. This would be great. Um, and so I'm talking to him and it, I think it's going great for the first hour. We're just buddy, buddy. He's been backpacking too. We're changing like, whoa, you went here. That city's cool. That's he's was in Germany. I've never been to Germany. He's telling me all about that. Germany's fantastic. And then at one point he, I'm just like, he's like, yeah, why did they uh, stop you? And I'm like, yeah, I told him I was going to work. I'm like sobering up now. I realized that was a mistake. Like I did this to myself. I take responsibility for my actions. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, man, uh, I was just trying to visit my sister. And I'm like, oh, that's messed up. Like, why didn't they let you in? Like, you got a New Zealand passport. You're basically like the Commonwealth. You should have no problem. It's like, yeah, well, like, we got separated as children. Like, we never really communicated. And, like, she didn't know I was coming to visit her. And I'm just <laughs> like, Christ. yo. Jesus. Oh, God. All right, man. Well, uh, Fuck, what is cool. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, long story short, I end up getting interviewed by this guy and ha he's asked me like 80,000 questions Yeah. and in the next room I hear this guy with clearly like a, uh, an African accent just saying he's from Wales in the yeah. next room Okay. and the other guy yelling at him and I'm just like that. we both stop and just start laughing at that there's like a human moment where we're both like that's hilarious this guy is committing uh, <laughs> and at one point I just go like I'm not getting into the UK am I he's like nah man it's like do you want to finish this like it's like we're good <laughs> he just like <laughs> checks the rest of the boxes for me I get out. I end up meeting the New Zealand guy out on the street because they just let me go into Calais, France. <laughs> Literally, they hand me over to the French. They handcuff me. This is true. They handcuff me. They walk because Calais is just like a little, like they have a little embassy basically for the UK. Got it. They walk me across, hand me to the French. The French then handcuff me with their handcuffs, walk me out of the building, push me, unhandcuff me, push me through like one of those turnstiles, and then they're like, the town is like 20 kilometers that Holy way. Holy shit. Christ. And it's like 3 in the morning. I don't know if anyone knows anything about Calais. Everyone who gets deported like myself is stuck in Calais and there are immigrant camps and like <laughs> bonfires and tent cities and they are not coming from America. <laughs> and so I had to walk through that. I end up running into the guy from New Zealand oh after all God. this and he's like, hey, I have no money at this point. He's like, you want to share a hotel room? And I'm like, Sure. <laughs> and I ended up just sleeping in a hostel with this guy. And the next morning we parted ways and I never heard from him again. But that was my story of getting deported. Oh, and long story short, uh, I ended up forging documents later. Hell yeah. Because I talked to some of the, this, I talked to some of like the other people that got deported that were like trying to come in from Senegal. <laughs> and they're like, because they just had around a bonfire. I'm like, I'm one of you guys. We're all deported. <laughs> Have I'm, you guys ever heard of Norwalk? Yeah, you ever heard of Norwalk, Connecticut? And I'm also drunk because it's like, because it's like, I'm 19, you know, I'm 19, I can drink there, and it's like 3 in the afternoon, I'm just drunk. And they're like, yeah, here's what you gotta do, and they're literally like, we can't do it, but like, you're from America, you could probably get away with this if you wanna Holy try shit. it. And I'm like, hell yeah, so I bought them a round of beers as a thanks, and we parted ways as friends. And I just did all these fake documents about my real travel plans. The next day, I tried to do the ferry instead of the bus, and they let me in. Holy shit. Into... Into the UK, but they put uh, because the woman, allegedly the woman Lillian, who shouts out to Lillian from the the immigration services, she was like, <laughs> honestly, because we hit it First off. First time a white guy's ever said that. Yeah, we we, we hit it off. She's gonna get beheaded when the yeah, Brexit probably. finally goes through. <laughs> we uh, we uh, we hit it off, and she's like, at the end of the interview, she's like, okay, I'm gonna be honest with you, hon. 
I probably shouldn't let you in because you answered some of those questions wrong and I don't know how I feel about some of these documents. <laughs> but you seem like a nice kid and you remind me of my nephew, so I'm going to let you in. <laughs> and she's like, I'm putting the stamp in your passport that says you were led into the country under suspicion, so you will probably never be able to get back into the UK, Holy so do everything shit. you want to do. <laughs> and, and that was my, yeah, I got in. It was great. I worked on that horse farm. It was lit. That's wild. Wow. You worked yeah. on a horse farm while you were there, too? Yeah. So when you go on tour, there is a possibility you will not be able to be let in to the UK. So I looked it up and asked some questions on some traveler's forums, because I'm worldly like that. And <laughs> is if, that what they say? Yeah. Like, for when you're trying to buy a prostitute and you're, like, going to find a massage parlor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call it traveler's forums. Backpage. Well, you know, <laughs> speaking of which. backpackers. <laughs> have you ever tried to buy a prostitute and then cried or ran away? That was my full experience of Amsterdam. I wish Austin was here. No, I, succeeded. I haven't. I just... Oh, good for you, man. <laughs> you know that story. I do. Yeah, Do the, does the audience, would they like to hear it? We've yeah, told it on I've the podcast. told that one on okay. the podcast before. We, we've had our own uh, podcast episode dedicated to European adventures. Yeah. Mm. So I'm, I'm glad to... I'm honored to have yours as a chapter in this, this epic. Hell yeah. So you it's, cried. No, so I was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 20 years old and a virgin just in wow. uh, in Amsterdam and I'm like I'm gonna buy a prostitute this is a good decision in my life you don't wanna lose your virginity to a whore well that's what ended up happening so I get to the, the red light district I'm walking around for like four hours yeah. and finally I see a girl who like reminds me of a girl I had a crush on in high school this is you know this is great to be putting out in the world uh, and <laughs> No, and, I just uh, put on the cans because like, I wanted to hear what the audience has been... Because we've been recording now, for context, for only 55 Gage is like, dude, you don't want to put this story out. This is embarrassing. I'm like, no, I'm doing it. I'm no, torpedoing. I, I can edit... Um, he puts the pedo in torpedo, by the way. <laughs> I don't like that. That's okay, no, I'm going to cut that. Uh, she was of age. She was yeah. probably like... In her country. 25. <laughs> Backwards Slavic um, nation she came from. And uh, I... And I just looked at her and I was like gonna do it and she like did the thing like yeah come around yep, to the wall like yep. talk and I just like went to go around the wall and when I got to the door I was just like I can't fucking do this and I <laughs> ran away crying it's okay and that was uh that was my experience in Amsterdam I think that happens to more people than you might think yeah but then I did uh mushrooms for the first time the next day and then I you, you know, did that was mushrooms good. in yeah. Amsterdam the first time ever I was too scared to do mushrooms well, while they I was were, in Amsterdam they were truffles technically yeah I was too scared to try because, the, because honestly I was worried about like just mushrooms yeah. that grow underground and, it's a and, loophole in the law and they're hydrated so so like you have to basically eat more of them because when they're dehydrated oh, oh yeah. yeah yeah um but uh or less. I don't really remember how it works. Can don't don't take that advice. Quick? What? <laughs> Sounds really good. It is crisp audio. Yeah. yeah, hold on. Put these cans on. Just appreciate that your story is being captivated with a high bit rate right now. Dude. <laughs> yeah, this is wow. My voice sounds nice, That's dude. what I'm saying, mm -hmm. man. I think this last two weeks of just stress smoking Newports has really added to my timbre in my voice. I think this is a good yeah, career man, move You've for reached me. your final form. I think this is it, dude. Pass those cans on over to Mike. Let yeah, Mike, Mike get that golden listen, pipe-a-ronies. I got so much more headphones. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, dude, this is good. This Don't is let it be, like... make you become self-aware. I was listening to you guys when you were telling no, your story, and it's like... all broadcast-ready. <clears throat> I like that. I'm here. Yeah, I'm trying to produce and captive. I'm trying to capture these moments, and uh, I'm having fun. Yeah, so man. many bugs, too. That, That's uh... why I was saying shout-out to nature, because hold on. Just hold for a second. Oh, I can hear Doesn't that sound so good? It does. Give Chris, Chris a little taste of that. Yeah, give me a taste of that nature. The, the audience loves nature. this. That's beautiful. Doesn't she sound yeah. so pretty? 
Yeah. Oh, let's um, see. Our first caller is uh, Cindy from Little Rock, Arkansas. Cindy, how are you doing today? I think Cindy hung up. I think Cindy had a miscarriage. You fucking bitch. <laughs> Anyways, European Adventures. Yeah. So you took mushrooms. Well, let's go down the line then because I'm coming down. I feel like okay. I'm being... Uh, I was... Mike and Chris helped me so greatly through this mushroom trip, which is very intense. It's the most mushrooms I've ever did. I think I graduated. I think I've got my my purple belt, which because purple is my guiding color, and I see you floating right there. It's beautiful. I see it. Shout out to you. Shouts out to purple. Shouts out to purple. Ain't no violet. <laughs> Actually, violet is like my original. Purple's like. Wow, well, you changed. <laughs> you fucking changed. That's why changed I wear this shirt dude. in honor of a. Yeah. So, anyways. Uh, let's go down the line. Chris, you were going naturally into your first mushrooms experience because I, I want to hear everyone's take. Oh, my first mushrooms experience? Yes, please. So I was in Amsterdam and I'd been backpacked because I'd done this uh, this thing called the Fuenestera de Compostela in Spain, which you basically walk through the whole north of Spain to this famous cathedral. It's like pilgrimage. It was cool. I met all these cool people doing it. I was just going through a hard time in life. and that's I just needed to walk every day for like 40 days in a row just get my mind clear and then all these people and afterwards were like let's go to amsterdam to celebrate we've been doing this hard hike every day we've been having a good time let's go have let's go party now so we go to amsterdam we're having fun for the first couple days got an airbnb just smoking weed and stuff and then um fuck what was his name i feel so bad uh we'll just call him tim this guy tim was one of my buddies on the trip and he was an architect but i would ask him what buildings he'd build and he said like that's not what architects do and would show me like weird things he had designed and i'm like i don't think this guy is an architect um but he was like we should try mushrooms so it was me him and this belgian guy jan i do shouts out to jan dude jan was the fucking man he dressed like a pirate shouts out to I'm not, jan. he wore like yeah. a head bandana and like Hell had a nose yeah. ring and like was like that was his vibe as he was like pirate core uh, like beat the pirate from dodgeball yeah. yeah no he yeah. legit jan what he was the coolest guy he was a partier so me, Savage. this pirate, and this architect, um, take, we all take, and I'm, I'm like 19, 20 at the time, and they're both like 30, so it's a weird vibe. And we, we get these truffles, and we all take the truffles. I don't, I don't know how much I took, honestly, and I know truffles, the shrooms. It doesn't matter. I took it, a, not a crazy amount, like a normal first dose, apparently. And we go to this place called Vundel Park, which is in the middle of Amsterdam. It's this beautiful park. And we just had a very nice day. We just tripped in the park and walked around Amsterdam, made friends with some random people that were also tripping in the park. And it was just really a good time. We ended up in like this uh, bar. Oh, no, this was the best part. So at the end, when we thought we had come down, we go to this place to get hamburgers, this bar. And uh, halfway through us eating, all of a sudden, like this announcer comes on and the lights start going. And it turns out we had walked into a strip club without realizing it. <laughs> so as I'm just like peak tripping, we're just in a strip club as I'm eating a hamburger and these just like strippers are coming out. I was like, this is pretty cool. This is interesting. This is a life experience. Hell yeah. And it was a That's good time. Awesome. It was a good shout out to the architect and the pirate, dude. You guys rule. I think I'm still friends with you on the Facebook account I don't use anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah. Hell yeah. Hope you're doing well. I, uh, I So when I was in Amsterdam, I was, uh, I wanted to, take uh truffles but i was too like i was afraid uh because you know traveling i never i didn't really know because i i'd had some bad trips in the past and i didn't know about putting myself because i'd done them a bunch yeah. of times before and i didn't know about putting myself in that headspace with like a bunch of variables um and uh 
But like the, the biggest reason that I didn't was because the night, like the day before, me and my buddy were walking down the street. And this had nothing to do with mushrooms or anything. It was just like a weird thing. We watched this, like we were walking and there's this like Russian couple behind us. And the woman just drops in the middle of the street, hits her head on the pavement and is just Ouch. like seizing. And her husband's like screaming and is like, you know, what the fuck? And we like, we flagged down a cop and, you know, they get him over because we, we didn't know what 911 was in fucking Amsterdam. Like, we had no idea. We were like, call 911. And you're like, that's definitely not what the number is. Like, that's. Now, that, that, yeah. hits you like a, a, a line that's just <laughs> it's like. It's a sex uh, hotline. <laughs> <laughs> no, 911, you call them like. Again, all right. What what's her name? Like a person who's like working off his deportation in like Am- like Amsterdam, like call services. Like he's like the translator. He's like the dumb American that was trapped, like washing dishes for the fucking state of Amsterdam <laughs> to be like to be like. All right, wh- what's her name? All right, she's still alive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that guy. Yeah, no, it was weird though. But um, and then so that kind of dissuaded me from doing anything too crazy other than the hooker. Uh, but uh, what my first mushroom trip was in, in college. Uh, it was like senior year. We took uh, we bought mushrooms and we took them like this one night. It was at night, which is weird because they usually like tripping during the day now. But um, I had a while like we were sitting all there with a bunch of buddies in the house. We usually smoked in and stuff, and uh, and it was like it w- it was a really good vibe. And then one of our friends started like freaking out, and so I just left. I just got up, put my headphones in, and I walked outside. And then I was just, like, sitting there, and I started, like, just kind of staring off. And I was in a really bad place in my life at the time. It wasn't, like, a good time to be doing mushrooms, probably. But, I like, I just sort of slipped into this, like, like I, I experienced, like, a totally different physical reality. Like, completely, like, re- you know, real to me, as real as this is to me right now in terms of perception. But, like, I was just sitting in a chair outside my friend's apartment. And I was like, I was in a cave and, uh, and there were all the, and the cave looked familiar. And I, I, I have this like recurring dream about a cave Oh wow! and that was what I was in. And then like, it was crazy. It was really, really, it took a lot, but, um, and then, uh, and then like, I, I, I sort of came out of that, had, uh, went to visit a few of my friends at some other house, had like a great night and just like, you know, uh, shout out to my friend PJ for helping me through that night. Uh, but uh, had a great, I had a great time. I got to know like a lot of people really closely. That and uh, and I sort of like that sort of like unlocked this whole. The one thing I figured out that night was how limiting language is. And that, I talked about this with you today. You did. Um, but it was like it was a big thing. Like I was try. I had all these thoughts that I was thinking about, just like you know my life and like you know sort of my my interaction with the world and reality and God and all this other crazy shit. I'm trying to write it down and I just can't get anything onto paper. And then I realized because the words aren't there to describe what I'm like feeling and it's it's too imprecise and there's like that like it, I don't know it's just like it's trying to fucking like grasp smoke you know what I mean like it, it, it's like we can only get so close and it's and it's cool to be doing something where you get closer and closer and closer and that's the process like comedy you know it's like to getting that feeling evoked in somebody else. Um, and that was one of the things I learned from that first mushroom trip was how cool that, that was the idea of communicating reality and feeling to another human being, like using something as like caveman-ish and limiting as fucking just language. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a crazy experience. Uh, and the weirdest part is that cave, like 
I want to say like two years ago, we were going through a bunch of old pictures from my grandmother's house, and I found these ancient ass pictures from like the twenties of like some cousins of ours in Italy getting married outside this cave in Sicily, and it's the exact same goddamn cave. It was beautiful. It was super weird. I'd never seen a picture of it before. Like that, it was like it was just we found them in an old shoebox in the back of a closet, and I was like, I saved them. They're up in my room in, in my office at a at my place in Hartford. Like, because it's just, I, I found those and I was like, whoa, like, that's the exact same place. It's fucking weird. But yeah, it was super cool. It was a wild experience. All right, your first trip. I just let the light do a little trick on me. <laughs> How about your current trip? Yeah, dude, I'm still going through it. I'm just realizing that coming down is a, is a lot longer of a... Oh, you go through some ups and... Yeah, yeah no, it feels you know? fucking great. You guys are... You guys are two very special people that uh, anyone would be lucky to have in their lives. Uh-uh. I feel the same way about both of you. Hell yeah. Um, so, this is Gage. So, this is the part where it stops being a podcast and this is OnlyFans, you know. It's OnlyFans content. Yeah. No, but uh, my first mushroom trip was in the state of Georgia in Atlanta or in the suburbs therein I was visiting a friend of mine shouts outs to Rob he's uh, he's uh, an actor and he's in the Atlanta area so if you're in the Atlanta area and you're looking for a bald uh, how old are you Rob late 30s actor with a real white supremacist build um (laughs) just kidding he's a great guy he's a fantastic person but um he has a friend because in his acting class so i her private her life is her life that's as pretty much as much as i'm gonna say but i was she was kind enough to be um to let me into her home and shared a uh experience you know i was smoking weed at the time you know i had my uh I had my dad pen and some edibles because I drove down from Connecticut. <laughs> talking about going across state lines with drugs. This is great, allegedly. So uh, I'm down in Atlanta. I'm at this person's house, and I had signed on to my computer to do a telehealth appointment with my therapist. Shouts out to Lori. Doing a great job. Great job, Lori. <laughs> We're out to see her tomorrow. And it's funny because tomorrow will be the first time I've seen her since this story I'm about to tell you, which is, um, I'm going to be less self-aware for this story. Um, <laughs> sounds so much better too. Um, I was in Atlanta. I was at this actor's, this other fellow actor's house and, uh, smoking weed. And then she takes out her basket of goodies and there's just this dish of mushrooms and they're moist. Like they're, they're freshly cultivated. You know, this is like some really good fungus here. And this would be my, would turn out to be the first time I ever do mushrooms. So she, everyone understood the weight of that. You know, my friend mm. wanted to live vicariously through me because he hadn't tried Sykes yet. And she already knew what was up. And um, it goes without, or it should go uh, bare mentioning that she self identifies as Wiccan, that this was a coven. So she's a bad bitch, is what you're telling <laughs> she's me. She's a black witch. Hell you. Yeah. yeah, she's a black. This is a black girl. She's a very uh, attractive woman. Um, I, but she, you know, this I was very honored by her hospitality, and I basically like 
kind of was asking, but not really asking, and I was playing coy to try to get mushrooms. <laughs> I felt like a hot girl at a frat party. Uh, I was mushrooms? Like, can like I? And she's like, no, of course. That's why I put them out for you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't put them out if I didn't fully intend on like letting someone trip. And I ran it by everyone. I was like, are you ready for me to trip? Are you ready for me to trip? Let's get ready to trip. <laughs> and I was just like. She's like, you pick the ones that you're going to take. This is your journey. You pick the mushrooms. It was all very woo-woo spiritual shit. I was very much not... I was very much in a good and supported place when I was doing That's mushrooms. Good, man. Yeah. Which is exactly where you want to be. And besides getting your guard still shot, make sure you're with emotionally supportive friends before you do psychedelics of any kind. Um, Always important to have those Very important. People. Shout out Sam and Brian. <laughs> Some people never come back the same. So I've never been in a good environment when I've tripped, and that explains me now. So let this be a PSA to you. Yeah. Your friends will take away your gun if you trip with bad people. It's, it's true. They will. <laughs> That's the kind of like anti-drug propaganda they've been <laughs> yeah. looking for. They're like, finally. That's the only thing that would work on me. Like, yeah. Now it used to be like, it's going to make you stop being Christian. You know what I mean? Now it's like, they'll take away your guns if you smoke weed. The Democrats are going to take your house. You can't you even pot. call the police because the gun's not legal. It's a, no. whole, it's a yeah. whole thing. But on uh, the real, you know, like uh, Evan Sh- Hafer, Heifer, Hafer, he was the... CEO of Black Rifle Coffee was talking about how he's part of an initiative lobbying to like prevent um, the like the government from being able to get VA records uh, when yeah. it, in regards to like gun because there's people who still struggling with anxiety and stuff like that but who you know want to protect their home and like still are like capable yeah. of owning a gun and you know sometimes people just want to get wild at a fireworks show yeah yeah exactly it. just you know fourth of july celebrate your freedom bang, bang, you rounds from say, your 45. You. <laughs> yeah so anyways i'm with this black witch in decatur and <laughs> <laughs> and just start naming off addresses yeah um so i'm in this this nice little suburb um and she offers me them and there's just like a slice of what would be like a dinner roll basically and i spread peanut butter and then on top of that i put I have a picture of it. I have a picture of the mushrooms I actually took that night for scientific record. I was like, I want to make sure I remember in my brain how much I took so that when I ask Austin Apostle to get me some, I'm going to ask for way more. <laughs> Shouts out. Yeah, yeah Austin, Austin but that's Apostle my doing yeah. illegal things that we are making everyone aware of. So thank you yeah. Yeah. for thank doing you for that. Thank you for your service. Public, public service announcement. Yeah, he'll talk about it when yeah. he comes on. Or he'll just your like, stash. Why did you say that? No, but... um. <laughs> So I'm with this uh, black witch and uh, peach tree, and uh, I'm just naming off like Atlanta neighborhoods. Um, cool. Really burying the lead on that one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what? You continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know if I am out of loop on my own story here. Now. No. So you're with you're with the 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 yes. Wiccan lady. You so guys are in Cal County. Yeah. You just took them their dinner roll. Yes. And then, mind you, we smoked a little weed, and I asked her, I was like, is it okay to mix? And she's like, yes, you want to kind of take, smoke a little weed to, like, introduce you into the high mm-hmm. of being on mushrooms. And so we were, like, in her, like, back porch, um, doing pretty well for a black witch, um, you know. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry, you know, you, they haven't had it exactly. Could you expand on What do you mean by that? Well, yeah, Salem gauge. wasn't really good for either, <laughs> but. Good save. <laughs> just saying. Good save. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> dude, remember that? Remember from the this is the by the way the the podcast we did when I, we were fucked up with Austin is not getting published for a yeah. while. No, that's, that's totally fair. Yeah, sure. 
But what happened on that podcast? I'll show you. It. I'll yeah. show you privately. Okay. I, can, I can just send it to you. You can watch it whenever you want. Like I'm gonna publish it. <laughs> It'll be on my <laughs> private server. It's okay. <laughs> I live my art, but um, like a real faggot. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna bleep that. It's that, okay. That's a clip. <laughs> he he, ha- he can't donate blood. He's allowed to say that. <laughs> yeah, word. Exactly. yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I'm the many- one drop of cum rule. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but remember when that the podcast when it was like um. I just take told I'll get back to the mushroom story in a bit. I'm sorry. Do whatever you want, man. But uh you're right, because I'm fucking producing this thing, dude. What? But um <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, folks, and we're coming back from commercial break. And uh Thank you. Uh no, but in the podcast I just told this deep heart wrenching story about how I was molested and it fucked me up for life. And then <laughs> as it does. Austin mm-hmm. and Mike are like so yeah, that's a good point. Like, have you uh, have you stayed in touch with her? And I was like, no, she hasn't touched me since I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> she's under the new fresh model. Um, no, she's probably in prison or dead. But um, I wish her the best. Shouts out. Shouts out to drop. She's a pedophile. Drop, drop her. No, name. she was nine when she touched me, and I was six. This is a sneak peek. You know what? Still still wrong, still yeah. fucked up, but well, maybe she doesn't need to be name-dropped on that. I no, guess. for sure, yeah, but okay. I just saw a, a video on people with her name and why it was so popular. I guess first names aren't. It's, it's your call, man. This I already yeah. said it a bit. Her name is Tiffany, mm. which I just watched. Coincidentally, this like brought up the memory again. I watched a, a video by CPG Gray, CG, CPG Gray, and he does a lot of like smarty smart like historical videos on YouTube. And he did about the history of the name Tiffany and how it went in and out of popularity and Breakfast at Tiffany's mm-hmm. is ultimately what brought it back. Truman Capote's book that was then turned into a movie with Audrey Hepburn. About the molester, yeah. I remember yeah. That, and then, that oh, is that, I've never actually watched the movie. It's about a molester? Yeah, it's about a molester. Huh. Did she make a breakfast afterwards? Holy shit, are you serious? No. <laughs> oh, man, I've never seen this movie. I don't watch I'm it. I'm sorry, I, I couldn't Fuck. keep going with that. It was no, too heavy. No, that would have been great. Like, uh, No, I mean, like if it was a Woody Allen movie, you know, like... I just, Breakfast at uh, Tiffany's directed uh, by Woody Allen. But um no anyways. So I'm on uh, I'm in FX uh FX's Atlanta with a black witch and uh <laughs> and I take the mushrooms and it's the trip commercials is starting to like roll in and uh I just had the greatest time. Just wrapping up that story. Like I had a great time. I was in the backyard, it was dewy and just rained, and I was like in nature, and that's exactly where you want to be. And shouts outs to fuck was her name other cute girl also spiritual also like witch and she had a dog with her we went on a walk through a graveyard with a dog and i got to pet the dog and it was really nice and every time i've taken mushroom sense it's just been a great time hell yeah i've already counted what happened with austin on my other podcast so you can hear that there but that was uh that's nice yeah a nice first trip Hell yeah. We've been recording for about an hour now. Hour and 16 minutes. I'm going to make an executive decision to call it on this episode. All right. Uh, because I'm getting really hungry. <laughs> I am about to die. Yeah, I'm yeah. too. And I'm really excited for your oxtail. I really want you to shine in this moment and okay. uh, have your own culinary moment. So, this has been another wonderful episode of Can We Be Friends with our special guest, Chris Warren. Chris, anything to tell the people at home? Anything you want to promote? Um, 
I got an Instagram. You can send me thousands of uh, fake followers. You can, and uh, flower emojis. And flower yeah. emojis at Chris Warren underscore 37. Yes. <laughs> um, Original. Pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. And uh, you can friend me on Facebook. There you That'd go. That'd be fun. I always like that. I like Facebook friends. Um, and uh, if you want to give me a call, my no, phone uh, number is 203. Chris, we talked about this. What? Don't. Are you giving your phone number on? Oh, I'm burning it down. I don't care. It's fine. Okay. You can call me at 203-297-4562. That is Chris Warren at 203-297-4562. Please be nice. I don't know if you've listened to this uh, (laughs) podcast, but maybe, you know. It's actually really important because if you... Yeah. That number is going to be very important. That's the number you want to, like... We want you... I love you, man. Love you too, man. <laughs> that no, it's important that as many people have that number as possible. But just so you know, everything here has been a joke tonight. Oh, so of let's course. all calm down. Yeah. This is a yeah. character. It's all good. Yeah. We're keeping a good eye on Chris. It's He's real- not going to need to kill himself because I'm going to kill and eat both of them. In the that's next the plan. There's no oxtail. No, yeah. I'm just going to hit them with the shovel that's in that wheelbarrow, and then we're going to take care of the rest of it. Uh, do you have any dates though coming up? Uh, so I don't know when this is getting released, but tomorrow, which will be Wednesday, Just start shouting out dates. I'm if doing. Passed, I'm doing. Okay. Uh, which is what the seventh? Which tomorrow? Wednesday the twentieth. The t- Wednesday twentieth. I think today's no, no eighteenth. 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 Wednesday eighteenth. Yeah. I'm going to be at the Funny Bone. Uh, first time I'll be there, so I'm very excited for that. Hell if you yeah. want to come on out. Uh, and then this weekend on Saturday, I'm going to be at the Shish Hookah Lounge, showing uh, doing the showcase there, and be hosting that, and. Uh, Yes, yeah, I guess we don't need to go too far. That's, that's pretty much it for now. And uh, look forward to seeing you all out in the world. Um, this has been a great time, guys. Thank you Hell for having yeah. me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. Uh, Gage, do you have any dates? No, I mean, I, I think we just we just ended on Chris. I think we're all going to use our respective. You want to use this episode to promote? Anything? I, mean, I got stuff coming up. Okay, so listen yeah, up, buddy boy. Do it. Um, Fucking everyone gets their flowers tonight. So I have... Uh, What's it called? I have a show. On, I'm in the Comedy Arena in Worcester this Thursday. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? And then uh, it's a, a little competition. Uh, so doing that on Thursday. On uh, October 1st, I'll be hosting a show at the Elbow Room, uh, put together by Cliff Mula and Ish Gupta. Uh, details soon to follow on that. Um, but uh, that is going to be an awesome time. So uh, please keep an eye on my Instagram at Mike.Massaro for that lineup. It's going to be good. What about you, Gage? Um, I was just thinking, uh, I have a show tomorrow. This certainly will not be released by tomorrow. But I do have a show tomorrow, Hump Day Show. Uh, thank you very much, Ian Poolboy Bookings, for giving me this hosting gig. I'm going to be hosting four brilliant Connecticut comics. Um uh, besides that, I think I have a show at Shish on the 28th in August, August 28th. So please show up, Shish, doors at 7. I'll be part of the smoke show. Um, I believe it's just a guest spot, but still, come out and support local comedy. And uh, if you're in the West Hartford area, any Saturday night, just roll through the elbow room. Roll through Shish. So, you know patronize your local business because there's going to be comedy going there all the time and maybe you'll catch one or all three of us and your uh, lucky night yeah you could have a great yeah we are in all 
various stages of intimate detachment. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if anyone is just around in Bridgeport, if you're ever in Fairfield, Connecticut, if you're at Andro's Diner. There you go. I'm walking distance from Andro's Diner. I will come hang out with you. I do not have a ton going on right now. Dope. So... If you're well, there, call that number I gave earlier. We can hang out. We'll have a good time. I can't wait for this to be part of like how you scrub your like <laughs> there's just gonna be a dead number. Some like poor Dominican woman is just gonna be inundated with just like, I love you, Chris. You fucking kill yourself. And she's like, Me, I don't understand this. And she's just like some recycled number from Metro PCS. <laughs> All of those calls will be from me. I, I love it. <laughs> All right. This has been Can We Be uh Can We Be Friends podcast. I appreciate both of you. This has been an honor. Um and yeah. Oh yeah. Take have your medication, have a good night, and uh call your parents. Bye. Have a good one. Bye.